Happy birthday, EFG. Happy birthday, EFG. Happy birthday, Engagement Family Gaming. Happy birthday to you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a special episode of Engage, a family gaming podcast. This is our second E3 episode. Uh, fair warning, everybody. If you hear weird noises, um, we're not being attacked by like weird woodland creatures. We are eating dinner um, because today was a very busy day. Um, and so we had to find time to podcast somehow. And so we are podcasting while we eat. Um, we got some Uber Eats sushi. And Drew was eating some leftovers of the amazing dinner he made last night. And I ate before everybody else um, because I don't trust them to feed me. Um, so I took care of myself. Um, so um, as we do, as we did last night, it was only a few of us because some of you guys went to bed. Drew went to bed by accident. Oops. He like went upstairs and was like, I'm going to lay down in bed for a few minutes. And then uh, didn't wake up until like 9 in the morning the next day. It's fine. You needed it. I did. Um, and uh, Jesse, who many of you will remember from last year, also feels much better. He sounds much better, so it was exactly what he needed also. But that means um, they owe us a podcast, so we're going to talk about that tonight. So um, today was Monday, so that meant it was Square Enix, it was Ubisoft. Technically, it was the PC gaming um, and limited run shows, but we didn't watch those. Um, um, but also uh, Sony just finished up just a little while ago. Um, so we are uh, going to talk about the one or two things that we thought were absolutely amazing uh, that happened today. Um, and uh, we're going to start with John. All right. I get to go first? You do get to go first. It's a weird order that we're going in. That's so okay. That's okay. So, okay. John, what was the most awesome thing that you saw today? I think it's got to be Spider-Man. I mean, we saw a lot of awesome things, but many of them are not safe for children. Oh, my goodness. Man, so the entire Sony press conference was just nonstop not great for kids. But Spider-Man, I was impressed by it last year when they initially rolled it out. And we got to see a lot more gameplay this time. Yeah. And I'm very excited for it. It looks very smooth. It looks very fun. There was about 8,000 villains in it. Like, title villains. All of them. In they just, were all like, in. four minutes of gameplay. So... I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, it was Electro. It was Rhino. Vulture. Scorpion. Scorpion. Mr. Negative. And Mr. Negative. Mr. Negative. You know what? I'm not going to lie. When I saw Scorpion's tail come out, I thought that was Dr. Octopus. Mm -hmm. But then I saw the pointy end, and I was like, oh, this killed. Yeah, we didn't see Doc Ock. But you know he's there. Oh, he's got to be. I mean, if they're going to roll those guys out, Dr. Octopus is around. And I'm I'm looking forward to webbing someone someone against the wall or bouncing them up in the air and then throwing them off a building while simultaneously webbing them and shooting myself from the top of the skyscraper. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Um, the body count was remarkably high. For a Spider-Man. For a yes. Spider-Man game. Yeah, there like were, Spider-Man kicking people there off were buildings. A few, <laughs> yes. Yeah, there were a few people that definitely got kicked off buildings. I mean, what are you going to do? It's a video game, but I thought that was... They're bad guys. But it's... Yeah, but yeah, Spider-Man... So, 
Right. Historically, doesn't kill people. No. Well, but he doesn't have like a rule against it. Remember, Batman supposedly has a rule against killing people. Um, and I watched a video once where they had a trauma surgeon watch <laughs> about 15 to 20 minutes of no, Batman no. Arkham Asylum he, he gameplay. Them all. They're all dead. And yeah. they were like, no, that guy's concussed. There's no. It was like that scene from a Thirteenth Warrior where it's like he took two at least that could not have lived. It was like that moment. Um, so I was a little surprised to see at least three or four people just get juggled off the building, and he didn't like not even an errant like web to like let him fall down a little bit. No, it was just. Um, but whatever, it's a video game. So, needless to say, we got to see the extended trailer last year, and then this one just added to it. I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm looking. Yeah, I'm all in. It was a day one purchase when, as soon as they said the words "spider" and "man" next to each other. So, like, they really didn't have to show us anything. They could have just said, "Hey, no, kids." No, 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 no. I disagree because there's been some really bad Spider-Man. Yes, movies. there are. This is being made by Insomniac. And Again, not. there have been some really, okay, that's really fair. bad Spider-Man That's fair. So you guys are... With, with a game so you guys are more reasonable human beings. I was going to buy this thing no matter what. They didn't have to show me I mean, We knew that. Yeah. We knew that. Um, I'm like the living embodiment of hype. It's true. That's fair, yeah. Um, and so I was going to buy this as soon as they showed me spy, like the Spider-Man logo. I was like, all right, I'm in. So I... Yeah, I really dug it too. So I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Um, man... He got he got beat up in that trailer. He um, really did. So every, you know everybody. The trailer should be up on YouTube by now. Uh, so just look for it. Um, it is worth looking at, especially if you have your questions. You know what the game's like, etc. Um, so that is Spider Man. It's a PS4 exclusive and is coming out this September. Um, very very soon. It's like three, less than three months away. Yep. Um, which is super bananas. Um, I'm gonna go next. Um, so I have two things because I'm in charge, so I can do that. Um, the first thing is super quick. Um, uh, we got more Kingdom Hearts 3 information. Go figure. We got it not during the Square Enix presentation where one would think they would have done I was so that. surprised by that. Um, they, they, their half hour long Square Enix presentation did not give us any new information about, about Kingdom Hearts. Instead, we got more information during the Sony press conference. No. Which doesn't really make a huge amount of sense because Kingdom Hearts is not well, a PlayStation 4 exclusive game. But they're doing the PlayStation exclusive Kingdom Hearts edition with all the games bundled. Which is rad. Right. Which is yeah. rad. Makes you me want to play it. You didn't you weren't here for that, but they um, they did announce there's gonna be one package, Kingdom Hearts uh, one point five and two point five H D remix. Kingdom Hearts 2.8 <coughs> Final Chapter Prologue and Kingdom Hearts 3 all in one package for PS4. That's pretty good. That'd be awesome if I actually liked Kingdom Hearts in any way, shape, or form, but I don't because it's terrible. So, you're, that. A, you're a terrible human being. Um, I'm kind of tempted by the author. I, 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 I'm sort I'm of in between like loving it and not loving it. The, the concept never moves me. I played a little bit of it and it felt like a skin of a darker game that I really wanted to play. Um, and, but this one, like, if all the games are included, if the price is reasonable, I'd dip my toe in it. I mean, I already own them, so it's kind of a waste for me. <laughs> so... No, I won't do that. That's, that's dumb. I'm not going to buy a repackaged bundle of games that I already own. That's real stupid. Even if it's, like, HD enhanced or anything? That's I mean, but that's different. That's not just a repackage. <laughs> that was a yes face right there immediately. I mean, they would have to give me a very compelling reason. I mean, let's be honest. The hype is real. 
and you are hiding. Right. So therefore, and all right. So I don't want to say that it's not possible that I would buy a collection of games that I already own, but there would have to be a reason. Like there would have to be some feelies, right? Like some like a cloth map or a poster. You got me. You got me. Um, so that's so. Uh, they showed us more information. Specifically, um, they showed us the bundle, but also they showed us a new world. So yesterday they showed us Frozen. Today they showed us Pirates of the Caribbean with a remarkably well drawn uh, Captain Jack Sparrow uh, and with a crew and crew and crew. Everyone was well. Which with some very good sound alikes. I mean, it was definitely not Johnny Depp. But it sounded very, very, very close. Yeah. It was a reasonable approximation. Um, yeah. It was close enough that, I, like, my kids aren't going to be able to tell the difference. Exactly. So, um, so that was Kingdom Hearts 3. It's still coming January 29th, 2019. What I noted is that they changed the animation style for the Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. to make it more realistic because it's not cartoony. Right. So they actually changed... Yep. The whole animation style for that world, which I thought made a big difference. Because well, I looked at it and went, whoa, what is this? This is clearly not Kingdom Hearts. And then it was Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Well, that's something that they do with most worlds. But not like that. Not that's, like that. I've never seen anything like that before. So that was interesting. Uh, next, I want to talk about Starlink. The battle for Atlas. Or as I like to call it, No Man's Skylanders. Um, legitimately, guys, we're getting a new Toys to Life game in 2018. And it feels weird, but I'm not mad. <laughs> um, I'm probably going to buy it. Um, but it's spaceships. That might actually hurt it, because we all know that the general does not like space stuff. She does not, so it's I don't true. know. She really is anti-space stuff. Anti-space? Uh. It's it's a complicated thing. It's complicated. You can ask her about it sometime. I will. Um, so, um, but here's what it is. Basically, it is a you know an open world space adventure game. Um, you have different pilots that all have different custom abilities. You have ships that have different abilities, and you have weapons that you can mix and match on those ships. Um, confirmed, the ships are big. They are pretty big. Yeah. Um, the ships are big, and the accessories that you put on them are big, and they come on like a base where, like, you put. It's almost like the ship is the base, kind of yeah, like what the, the sky. Ship, yeah, the ship is the base. Um, which I'm. Uh, we're gonna have to investigate. That's gonna be one of the things I'm gonna go right to the Ubisoft booth tomorrow uh, when we get into the actual show floor because I want to see what it all looks like, like to scale. But. Um, Man, and I, I called it No Man's Skylanders because it really the, the aesthetic of just the way the ships are drawn really looks like No Man's Sky. Like it really does. Um, Remarkably so. Like creepy <coughs> similar. And also, it's funny. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the joke. Um, we don't know the prices yet. That's that hasn't been announced, but I'm sure that that's gonna be available on the show floor. I assume, um, or somebody will be able to tell me. But I'm guessing it'll probably be similar to most of the other Toys to Life stuff. Um, at least I hope. You don't think like the, the mounting of the thing on the controller is gonna be? A, I hope that that's not actually how it works. It, it looks like that's what they're doing. It does look yeah. that way, and that looks like it's gonna be phenomenally terrible. I would. Absolutely not play. Now here's the thing, though. Like, the thing that they said last year, and I'm going to confirm it when I talk to them, is last year they said if you don't want to buy the toys, you can digitally buy everything. Okay. So you don't have to play the game with yeah, the but, toys if you don't. But want. then I can't slap a toy right. on and change my configuration. Yeah, like the sort of real time adaptation thing is super attractive. I just don't want to have it attached to the controller because I mean that's like if he doesn't if he buys it all digitally and you buy it all physically, that's the same as you cheating at Mario Kart. 
Right. Ooh, boom. That's right. That's right. That that Are we bringing this up? Well, we're bringing it up. Fine, we're bringing this up. Number one, I didn't. I didn't. I, number one, I did not cheat at Mario Kart. I feel like you put in a cheat code before I grabbed the controller. True. True. And then you ran me with the little controller when I expressly said I didn't even know. I'd never navigated with it before, so it was a whole learning curve for me. And you dominated, of course. Because I was behind the curve, and then and then we gave you a pro controller. But my hands had already been corrupted by the little controller, so I had little spasms in the center of my palm. Like I was doing my best and trying, but it was just, it was it was complex. I, I will go get you the sugar because you're still real salty. You know what? Wow. Okay. Wow. So I have a lot of pasta left. I'm gonna put that in my mouth. Um. So uh, let me see, let me just say a few things about this Mario Kart shenanigans. Um, Drew. We had little controllers. I whooped. I whooped you. You know what? I, I whoop you is not even the right word. I bodied I mean, you. We could just. I, we could just live it was stream like, a competition, so there's no doubt, so the world can see. Do you, do you really want to do that to yourself? Do you want to do it again? <laughs> really? But we can do it. I'm. I'm you want to do it again? Um. And uh, I mean, I'll, I'll I mean, go. I'm ready to do, like reestablish. I think. I think we should put up a poll. Let's put up a poll. We'll do it when the show is over, um, and if the, we will let the people speak, and if the people want us to do it, then we will, we will be, uh, we'll, we'll just set up a camera. We'll, we'll have to do it off screen because I don't have streaming stuff here. But you're toast, son. Um, so here's the real thing: we had little controllers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are yes and no, but yes, but no, but yes. We had little controllers. Whooped him. We he whined. That's not what happened. We gave him a pro controller. I need the pro controller. And we're like, you know what, son? Fine. Here's a pro really, controller. Like, he got a pro controller. He got a pro he had a pro controller, as we promised. And then guess what happened? Do yeah, you know what happened? Like, not only did I win, but the difference in points increased. Ooh, so I gave him a better controller and then I won by more points. No, wait. See, you're adding. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Like, wait. And the then first... we realized that you had steer assist on. You know what? I didn't even know that it was two against one, so let me go get back and get my personality for this. Wow. <laughs> two of you? Listen. Wow. I was a bystander, and it was terrifying. I feel like you had already joined the team feed. Yeah, we totally had no idea that he was using steer assist the entire time. Okay, first you know, of all, so we... were you. So were you. Like we neither of us knew the steer assist was on until you mentioned it and then, and then, we then turned I turned it off. and then I turned it off and proceeded to finish first in every race. Yeah, that's not what happened. You no, know what see, you know what doesn't have steer assist? What? Anthem. That's right. Segway. It doesn't have. It doesn't well done. Have, it does not well have steer assist. Good. We're, oh. we're good on time, by the way. That's that, all there was plenty of time for the whole segment. We just need to cut that off because that's going to be like another twenty-five minutes of you guys all bragging about your terrible Mario Kart. Don't you dare! So How dare you? I was asleep. How um, dare you? I'm super dope in Mario Kart, by the way. So <laughs> at EA Play, I got to play Anthem, which was pretty awesome. Uh, I am not traditionally very good with. Uh, Joystick aiming, and that continues to be phenomenally true. <laughs> what that so means, folks. What that, what that means, what that means, folks, them. is Jesse plays shooters on PC. That's a true story. Where he can use a mouse and a keyboard. I just wanted to. Add oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where when I played Battlefield, I did much better because that was definitely mouse and keyboard. Uh, but I played that as well, also good. But uh, Anthem feels to me very much like um, they are absolutely going after Destiny. Um, it feels yes. just like it. Um, well, not just like it, but it's, it's super yep. similar. Um, the the thing that I'm very excited about it is that it feels more like an RPG in between 
the open world quests and the very specific things that you get to choose to do to try to, you know, play through your mm-hmm. first, you know, your RPG with your three best friends, effectively. It's but it feels work. very much like Destiny. Um, That's cool. Which is not bad because I, I very much like Destiny and Destiny Two. Um, so again, excellent. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I definitely want to play it. <clears throat> the problem being that uh, I'm going to die a lot playing it because it's not coming out for the PC. I believe it's just it's coming to PC. Is it? I didn't see it on the list, but it's coming to PC. I have good questions about like similarities to Destiny, like being a giant Destiny fan. So yeah, yeah. Oh so well, good, good. I mean, I, I only got to play a small portion of. Oh, it. Oh, you know, yeah. this is like base questions, not like anything deep, but like it. So I well, I suspected just by looking at it that it appears so similar to Destiny that I I thought everything would be. Sort of mechanically and structurally the same, at least appears that way. Mm-hmm. Is the gunplay as good as like Destiny gunplay? I don't think it's quite as polished, but it's damn okay. close. Oh. But it's close. Like it's, it's close. It's not quite the same. But then again, Destiny had, you know, some time to, yeah, it, polish that, their. Destiny had like almost gunplay. four years or something. Right. So also, Destiny is made by Bungie. Right. Who made Halo? Right. So they yes. had. So like their whole thing is making good shooters. Correct. Literally the best shooters ever. Is the so is the the pace of the game up to like where Destiny is? Yeah. In terms of like the did you play like a, a mission? Like what did you play actually? No, we just played through like uh, kind of like an open world and then like a mission, like okay. one thing. Like you got a little bit into the the thing and then that was really it. Um, but it, the game pace, I would assume, is going to be relatively similar because you can do open world stuff. Or you can go and engage in the kind of story side. Did they show you the dialogue? Did you no, see any of that now? Did you get a sense at all of how the, I want to call it the social space, but it's not that, but how the, the hub will change no. based on decision? Uh-huh. No. It's not a social space. It's the opposite of that because your your hub town right, that's just, that's you. is hub. just you, which it's I think is you. super right. fascinating. Yeah. I, I'm dying to see how that plays out and how it becomes. Didn't I don't know. didn't Xenoblade Chronicles do that? Kind of, but yeah. not in the same way because Xenoblade Chronicles didn't have you playing with other players. No, it did. Not like the same as this. Not the same as Anthem, but it's not the same. No, it's but, different. Yeah, it's what different. I find. What I'm excited about this is I am always terribly distracted by seeing other players in the social spaces in games. Like, I spent probably, like, if I were to add it all up, I probably spent, like, three weeks of my life standing around in Iron Forge while I played World of Warcraft just <laughs> inspecting people. Just like, oh, look at that gear setup. Oh, where'd you get that trinket? Oh, goodness. And I, literally not even playing the game, I would just sit in Iron Forge. And look at people. Did you dance while you did it? No, because that's weird. <laughs> no, that makes it weird. <laughs> I did. It's not weird until that until that point. I mean, I you can dance that. if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. Oh my god! Oh my god. But if your friends don't dance, well, if they don't dance, they don't they ain't no friends, friends of mine. mine. Yeah. You did it to yourself, really. You did. Like, the setup. You was... did. You brought that whole thing on all by yourself. <laughs> it's true. I did. I, that was on me. That was just. I'll own that. So. I'm... I think you're yeah, well, across the table, high five, boom. There you go. So, I, I like the Destiny social space, aka the tower, um, and uh, I don't I, I'm, I'm, I'm having difficulty imagining a, a single player space, but I also am intrigued by it, because it's going to be entirely populated with NPCs, and it can yep. be a respite from having to go out and co-op, because 
man, that game seems like it's full. Even though they definitely unequivocally stated that it can be done single player, it seems like it's just almost pure co-op. I love like the the social space being a place you can get away from everyone else and just have your own little missions and decisions and changes. Seems to be a nice a nice break from it. Well, it also means that you can you know they can like you can complete a quest where maybe somebody one of the NPCs dies. Or something like that, right. which means your space will be different than mine, right. depending on where in the game we are. That's something World of Warcraft dealt with. You know, while we're speaking about MMOs, they did that with what was the name of that? The, there was a thing they did where, like, you could be kind of in, you could interact with the same part of the map, but you might not necessarily be able to see each other, depending on like what okay. quest lines you had done. Yeah, cataclysm. Cataclysm. Did that. Yeah. And I forget what it was called, but it's like every. Quest had like every area had like versions that you were like accessing, and this gives this leaves a lot more options for things to happen. Like you know, you could be getting ready for a war quest line, and people might be running around trying to you know stock up troops, um, that kind of thing. So I don't know. I, I think it'll be interesting to see. But man, I'm so jealous that you got to play it. What kind it was, of it was, what kind of javelin did they put you in? Uh, you got to pick. Uh, did you get to pl- pick the fast one? No, I didn't. Was that one not there? Uh, yeah, it was a limited choice. So, so it was just a three. Yeah, um, yeah, and I. Switched, I really want to know what the what the what the yeah. freaking green one was. The speedy one. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so you play the storm? Yeah. Of course you did. Corporate. Go figure. He played the wizard. Nice. <laughs> All right, so that's Anthem. So. Let's let's since we're talking about Anthem, which is like Destiny, let's talk about Destiny. Drew, um, oh. you are hyped about the Destiny Forsaken expansion. I'm kind of hyped too. Oh. Um, but you like, there's a picture on our Instagram of you like losing your damn fool oh, mind. I thought you were going through the ceiling. Yo, so can I can I take you on a journey, Steve, for a hot second? Yeah, so let's, let's take go, me on a journey. Let's set, go set back it up. to like the end of Destiny One, Age of Triumph. I promise this is brief, but you need to, the trajectory needs to just be do it. We got time. So at the end of Destiny One, I was happy, just like other Destiny fans. We saw all the sort of content teasers for Destiny Two and got excited. Destiny Two hit. It was not exactly what they promised, and it felt like a dumbed down version of Destiny One. I know there's a whole bunch of arguments for and against that, but that's exactly what it felt like to me. There was just no end game. Armor doesn't matter anymore. All these other things kind of like fell apart. Skip ahead, skip ahead. Two expansions later, we're still heartbroken. Like some things were fixed with War Mind, but not quite. Like narratively, Destiny Two isn't doing anything interesting or important. None of the main characters have any impact. Nothing really matters. There's no end game grunt. Like just it, it. Destiny Two did not feel like Destiny at all. I watched the Destiny 2 Forsaken reveal last week and I was unmoved by it. In fact, we were in the middle, ironically, we were in the middle of a raid, uh, I think we were doing Leviathan raid, complaining about the trailer, um, Clamates and I, because it was, it felt like all these other promises that Destiny wasn't gonna fulfill. And then today, I saw the 90 second like, trailer, Steve, so I'm gonna try to be, I'm gonna try to use family friendly language. I'm gonna describe it, how about that? So it opens with a shot of Cade Six, and he looks particularly damaged, he looks haggard. His ghost gets shot, and then camera pans over to uh, Prince Aldrin, who is apparently alive, 
um, who is wielding Kate Six's Ace of Spades, and then which see, is a gun, by the way. Yeah, and then he um, eight, uh, Kate Six is apparently dead on the ground. And the prince walks out with eight members of the Fallen that we haven't seen before, apparently breaking out of Prison of Elders, which is sort of the premise of the game. There, there's so many things about that that I like. The reveal of the prince being alive is kind of nice, but sort of expected. But like them just unambiguously murdering the most famous character or the most popular character of Destiny as an entry into what ostensibly is their uh, attempt to woo characters back by fixing the game expansion is a contradiction that, ugh, it's, it's delicious. He's a robot. Robots don't die. Right. So spe- I speculate, kind of anticipate that there's going to be either a Kate 7 or tied to the sort of rumor kind of myth that uh, Kate might also be an iteration of Rasputin, that he can't ever really die. Um, so it, it's sort of ultimately a low stakes kind of game, but the it just looked real pretty, and it was it's nice to see Destiny doing like dark and dangerous things again, rather than just. Uh, and, and I don't know, like narratively speaking, I, I sort of expected it to be shallow, and it's nice to see that too, like at least a, an attempt at death. So I'm not sure where it's gonna go. I, I definitely am still a little cynical because of, like I said, Destiny, and then the, the two expansions of, of Destiny Two haven't really been satisfying, but. I don't know. Okay. It, it seems like they might be on the right track. So in that moment, right. he took your title of the embodiment of hype. I did. Oh, he definitely did. If they had a pay now feature right then. They would have had my whole money. Like every money. The every whole money. All of it. Every money. All of the monies. Jesse, <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> they would have taken all of the monies. Every, every single money I had would have been their money. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's Destiny 2. Um, that's coming out in October? Uh, yeah, I, I think it's September or October. Soon. Yeah. Soon. At a time that is not now, but not far away. When will then be now? Soon. Soon. All right, so, uh, James, you want to talk about some like weird VR crap. Yep, it's a, it's a weird game from a, a studio that we wouldn't normally talk about, uh, but it's from software makers of games like Dark Souls, which are not family-friendly. Um, it's called Derecine, and it is about... You, you play a girl who's a ghost, and she's in a little boarding school for girls, and you interact with them using what they call innovative and unique movements and moments to convince them that you're real. Yeah. Um, you're supposed to build relationships. Um, let me see if I can find the actual description. There was one thing they said that was pretty compelling to me. You manipulate, you change the forces of life and time to change the fate of the pupils of the school. So to me, it's just, it's nice to see VR doing something that's not a gimmick, that's actually forwarding the storytelling uh, in these games, because there's a ton of VR content that's out, but it's mostly terrible, and mostly buggy and clunky and not fun, especially not fun for kids. And if this is something that lets you interact in a way that feels magical, it'll get them interested in the technology, and, you know, that technology's coming for them, whether it's games or work or school or anything. So it's going to be quite a journey. Yeah. So I was super stunned by that, too, right? So we're watching. So the logo for Studio Japan comes across first. Yeah. And I was like, okay, they do some weird stuff. They did The Last Guardian. They did, um, team, I mean, they're Team Eco, basically. So they did The Last Guardian. They did Ico. They did... Um, 
Well, they're involved in Dark Souls too, right? Shadows of the Colossus. They help. They're like a support studio for them. But um, and then we see from software, and I'm like, okay, so this is dev. I, I like tuned it out because I was like, all right, so Japan Studios and From Software coming together to make something. This is going to be devastating and scary, etc. And it turned out to be this like kind of sweet weird borderline creepy VR game I have no idea what motivated them to do that me either but well, I mean money I'm sure but here we are they're gonna do it well they, they have another massive release that, that's not you know not our wheelhouse this, this show yeah no they've got a lot of stuff going on yeah so I mean I'm gonna I mean we'll I'm sure we'll end up playing it I'm gonna play um, the heck out of it so it's coming um, later this year oh yeah yeah for sure Okay, so that is Deracine. Mm. One more point. The meaning of Deracine is someone who is outside their social circle or comfortable place. Sounds so, like a ghost. Sounds like a ghost. Trying sounds to be pretty good. Ghost. So, uh, so that's day two. We made it. Yay! We did the thing. We did do the thing. We did so, do the thing. Um, so tomorrow, or well, when you listen to this today... Um, is the first day of E3, so we're going to be on the show floor. Um, all of us will be taking pictures. All of us will be, you know, posting small videos. Um, so make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Instagram that is Engage Family Gaming is the username, and on Twitter it is at EF Gaming. Um, and those are, and also uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook so that you can make sure you see everything because uh, we're going to do our best. The Facebook live stream. We're not doing that tomorrow, are we? I don't know. I thought we were. I thought we're, I think we're doing uh, we're doing that on Thursday. <coughs> okay. Um, Thursday we're going to do a thing. We're going to talk more about that during tomorrow's episode uh, to give everybody more of a run. So um, until tomorrow, uh, this is Stephen with John, Jesse, James, and Drew. Deuces. Um, so uh, you have a good night, and uh, in the meantime, don't forget to get your family game on. We'll see you soon. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening. Tune in next week.